This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 737. Any day now. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas, where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsas to get your free trial today. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts... The always stalwart and honorable Maedros! The commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Owie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth! And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Medros, and with me I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hello. How you doing there, bud? I'm okay, I guess. I'm a little sore. I took down a tree, several trees yesterday. That would make you sore. Pro tip, um, don't let a significant portion of the tree almost hit you in the head. Or you fall know, on top of you. that's a really good tip. I will definitely keep that in mind if I'm ever, though I never will, take down a tree. Yeah. It was like four inches away from just like smacking me in the top of my head. Luckily, the uh, remainder of the branches, the remainder of the, of the tree branch kind of hit the ground first. So it stopped just short. I'm very glad to hear that. Yeah. Concussion would not be great for doing a podcast. Uh, no. Though it, it's more of an issue when you're doing stuff like playing hockey or football, but yes, definitely not good either way. Yeah, concussions in general are a bad are a bad thing. This is true. Uh, and 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 soon soon you may be in more pain than you would have been then, uh, or potentially more pain because of your second shot, which is awesome. Double Yay. vaccinated is awesome. Can't wait. Six more days. I will be getting mine in nine days. Noise. Meanwhile, I am Allie crazy. is super fancy and got hers like months ago. Well, yeah, because she's, she, she's from America. And America has lots of vaccinations because they got the money. And, I'm also and a teacher, we, so we I got it early. Yeah, that okay, probably okay. also has so, something to do with it. So not only is she in America and they have lots of vaccinations because they have lots of money and could buy that stuff. Uh, she. They also care about teachers there, and think they're important. Well, well, okay. I mean, they care more about teachers and think they're more important than they do here, because they don't give a crap about teachers here. Well, it's more that's inconvenience to a lot of people if they have to take care of their own children, and some people uh, just legit can't, you know, work and take care of the kids because that's not the that kind of job they have. A, so. That has not been a care here, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I promise the you, they don't a teacher and, and they don't care here. Uh, like they, they gave no priority to teachers at all. Maybe, maybe uh, we should, we as a society no should start caring about teachers more. We should start caring about people more and people who have to take care of our children should be definitely in the higher priority category alongside nurses and police officers and firemen and, you know, those kind of people. So, yeah. Well, it's, this, it's this, just ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, this this conversation took a tangent very quickly. Allie, how are you doing <laughs> this <tangent>. week? <laughs> well, feeling pretty crap about being a teacher. No, um, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm. I, it's like really hot. It's supposed to get a hundred degrees Fahrenheit here this week, which is gross. Um, but other than that, I'm I'm doing pretty good. We, I'll, I'll let Toast talk about raid stuff. So outside of raid stuff, which, you know, is we're, we're taking a little bit of a break, which is nice. Um, we did some mount runs and I didn't get anything. That's okay. 
I did some ICC runs. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get anything. That's okay. But I also had some fun leveling my rogue because I just really like her, and it feels good to be doing that because I really want to get my alts up. And I also. I took time to do a lot of callings. I just, I got in the mood and the weekly is world quests and there's so many anima related things I still want to get and do. So I'm like, you yeah, know, it's fine. We're going to put on a show and we're going to do a bunch of callings and world quests, which has been really nice. And I did some tour gas because I finally crafted my technically now best in slot legendary fresh out of priest as being night fay. So that took longer than I probably should have with it, but it's done now, which is good. And I did some quests in the mall and stuff to upgrade some conduits because I'm still working on that. And yeah, like nothing like stand outish per se, but I did a decent amount, which was a lot of fun and I enjoyed. Excellent. Excellent. Um... I guess I'll talk about rating. Uh, we are officially done rating for this initial patch of Shadowlands. We are now completely kitted out with our AOTCs. Everybody who participated in the raid at some point during this tier has now gotten their AOTC, which is fantastic. And we also just cranked out all the achievements for the meta uh, last week. So we've got that taken care of as well. And that means my we never have to... Uh, we had we had a hard enough time with gear with with geared people. <laughs> it's it's a hard fight, and we're getting to, to that point of the patch where people are starting to lose interest. Well, not even getting to that point. We've been at that point in the patch where people are starting to lose interest <laughs> and try out some <laughs> other things. So it took a bit longer for us to clean all that up, but you know we got it done eventually. And now we can focus on other things. For example, um, I also did the Mythic Plus thing uh, with some with some uh, alt leveling, and I even took a trip into Torgas to begin crafting another legendary because um, I'm learning from the other Fury Warrior in our group that maybe I have the wrong one. That oh. that signet that signet of Tormented Kings is real, real good. The one that kind of procs. Um, one of Recklessness, Avatar, or Bladestorm, uh, in addition to whatever cooldown you hit. I mean, it. I mean, it'll last. It'll last for a bit, for a bit of a shortened duration, compared by comparison to the actual ability. But as the benefit of saying, if I use Bladestorm, it will also cast Recklessness at the same time, and then once I'm done with that, I can just use Recklessness again for additional recklessness thisness and then it'll also proc maybe blindstorm again for a small a shorter duration it's just extended duration on a bunch of my major cooldowns including one that i don't have access to as a fury warrior in avatar so yeah um started decided recently to start chasing that legendary in preparation for 9.1 whenever that gets here um well, that's it. Yeah, honestly, um, Mythic Pluses, Alts, Torghast, and wrapping up Raid. Never have to do Raid heroics. Yeah, we Raid never have Raid to Raid. fight heroic Denathrius ever again, Ali. To be fair, I actually really like that fight. I think it was well done, and it felt like the end of a Raid fight, which I really enjoyed. And there were many things about it that entertained me. Having like, said get, that, yeah, it, it, it's, it's tricky because like there's so many, there's some abilities, you know, mechanics that are very much personal responsibility. If you fail, you die, and that that got a little rough. And we just were fighting him for so long that I I was getting a little a little burned out on it. Yeah, I think that, that that's my issue with Heroic Denathrius too. It, all in all, it was a really well done fight. There was a lot of fun mechanics there and stuff that we had to deal with, and it didn't feel too punishing at the beginning. But as time wore on and we struggled on it for probably longer than we had wanted to initially, 
my desire to go back every week was starting to get a little low. So I'm, I'm glad to take a break from that. Like I said, we don't have to run heroic to Nathrius ever again. I can go, I can choose to go back later if I really want to, but right now I am, I, I am done with it. I have had my fill of daddy D. Yep. Yes, I worded that intentionally. <laughs> I mean, it's very fitting considering some of those voice lines. I'm just, I'm just gonna say that and leave it there. That's fair. Uh, Medros, what did you get up to in the world of WoW? No, that doesn't make sense. World of World of Warcraft. What did you get up to in WoW this week <laughs> or this past uh, week? Nothing. Uh so uh, I've, I've, I've kind of been. You know, my, my dipping my toes in the WoW waters has been like, oh, I'll, I'll try and, you know, use the app to uh, farm up the pet charms so I can get the pet mirror that I missed out and didn't realize was not available with the many, many, many shining or, um, polished charms I have now. Um, so I've been trying to farm those up through the app. And, and I've checked several times each day for a, a, a mission for those charms. And had none show up at all this week. So, unfortunately, I have obtained no new pet charms this week. Uh, and, unfortunately, also have not logged into World of Warcraft directly this week. So, actually, no, correctly. I did check log in just to make sure that there was no auctions waiting to be claimed on my mule. Because I know there's been times in the past where I've forgotten to go back to him for roughly 45 days. And lost a yeah, lot I of stuff. Yeah, I too. Um... <laughs> And thankfully, he'd cleared out his bags and not listed anything else in the auction house. So, uh, that, that was good. Did not lose anything. But, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So, um. Yeah, I honestly I, can't say I'm surprised at that answer. Or wouldn't be surprised if if that was the kind of sentiment we, we'd, we were going to be seeing from a lot of even seasoned, long-time WoW players over the next little bit. Yeah, it's a long time to Christmas, man, and there's just not enough not enough time, you know, for people to stay energized between now and Christmas when the next patch comes out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that 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 summer game fest that we talked about a little a few weeks ago, <laughs> where we were all hoping and praying <laughs> that we'd get a nine point one announcement. I was convinced that we would get one. <laughs> that 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 didn't go well. It's it's having an effect on a lot of people. Uh, I've I've been noticing just just in my little Twitter sphere. There's a lot of talking about other games right now. Like Final Fantasy 14 has been a big thing people have been talking about in my Twitter space. Same with ESO. You know, other MMOs that have had content come out recently. And um, unless you're kind of unless you're gung ho about that TBC classic, uh, WoW players just haven't had that since Shadowlands come out, and it's... Uh, okay. It's it's so, a little rough. Like, even so even I'll, for people like us who love talking about this game, love playing this game, we we're, we're itching for something new at this point. I want to have an honest conversation. Sure. If the next patch didn't come out until October or November, how would you feel about the game? I'd be disappointed. October, October, or November. It would be like I said. It would be, especially if it's November. It would be a year since Shadowlands came out, and we wouldn't. And we would just be getting the first content patch of Shadowlands. That's an unacceptably long time. Like I get and COVID what, and all that other stuff, but and what if Shadowlands only had two content patches? It, it would have to depend on the quality of those content patches. Then true. If, if we get another selfie cam patch and another Twitter patch like we did in WAD, I will be very, I will walk away from Shadowlands very disappointed. Like if 9.1 and 9.2 give me, sorry, when you say two content patches, do you mean two content patches outside of the initial expansion launch? Correct. So a 9.1 and a 9.2 and then moving on to the next expansion. Yeah, if 9.1 and 9.2 deliver a good amount of content and, a con- and content that is, uh, reasonable to consume in whatever amount of time between whenever the next expansion comes then then yeah then it would be worth it but like I I, I still wouldn't feel great about it and 
for anybody who's concerned about Medros joking about the it coming out in four months, like it it's pure hyperbole. <laughs> like he's he's just oh absolutely he's just, yeah. yeah he's just doing it to because he knows it bothers me. That but I mean like I'm very curious like the thinking that goes into that being like uh, um that being a, a thing like. I guess I'm not tied to the content like like some folks are. Like, I don't tie my enjoyment of the game to, oh, we've now finished this raid, we have nothing to do. Um, I, I tie my, my enjoyment of the game to, like, progress on characters and stuff like that. Uh, and I still have lots of characters I could play if I... Um, if, if I had the desire to play right now. Like, yeah, and, and and you know what? Even if even if I were to to be happy with just okay, I want to do I want I want to complete X amount of content on this character. I want to get this character up to this point until the next content patch. I feel like the systems haven't been engaging enough for me in this expansion for me to want to do that on a single character. Forget multiple characters, right? Like I I. I've been enjoying Torghast a lot. I think that's a well-documented fact. And I've enjoyed running it on my warrior. Um, but I haven't gotten to, gotten to that point to be able to run it on any of my other alts. And I, right now, I don't particularly care to. Uh, same with the Sanctum, with the Covenant Sanctum upgrades. I, I, I haven't bothered enough to do that on my warrior in its entirety. What makes me think that any of the, uh, any of that other content for my alts will be as engaging? I can do mythic pluses, and that's another thing. But um, and but people who have been pushing the mythic plus content that that and that form of end game content, they've gotten what they wanted out of that. They've got the like the the capper the 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 capper achievements of that gameplay, which is Keystone Master. I mean, they could theoretically just keep pushing keys to see how much further they can take. They can take it, but eventually, they're going to hit a point where they can't progress anymore because they're limited by skill level or gear, or both. And that's and that's only going to last a certain amount of time. And I feel like right now, and everybody's kind of achieved what they want, what most most of what they've wanted to out of this initial patch. And anything they're doing now is just extra stuff to ki to kill time until the next content patch. I mean, with you, I mean you're you're uh, you, you've had you had your goals initially, and and you've either achieved them or come as far as you want to go with them, given what's available to us right now. And as a result, your your game time has seen a decrease over the past little bit. Yes. So, I I get, like I said, like I guess at the beginning of this conversation, I I understand that the the way things have been working out in the world have have shaped how they're able how how they're able to develop content and how how quickly they're able to churn them out. But at the same time, I can't help but look at some of these other MMOs who have ha who have been having content updates over the past little bit. And been left feeling wanting for that kind of content cycle. Yeah, um, like Manny says, my goals are un arcane and unknowable, but I think I was pretty clear what my goals were and and why my gameplay had had dropped off. Um, I, I found the systems to be hard to manage with just a few alts, and I felt like adding more alts was just going to make that harder. And uh, less enjoyable, so I decided not to to go down that path. Yeah, and like I said, that that you 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 reached a point with your characters that you were willing that where you where that you know was as far as you were willing to go, and now you're kind of left wanting for new content or the the content being made less painful. Um, and and this next patch will because it'll bring flying, which will make it easier to do the content without the frustrating um, drive to go via land mount uh, and have to fight half the crap you pass in the world. 
Um, well, I mean that that in itself is content, though, right? Yes. I mean, you're still waiting for the new. You're still waiting for an, a, a way to get to that new content, and that can be said for a lot of people right now. Some the some for some people, the waiting to get to the new content is just having the new content delivered to us on the nine point one patch, whenever that happens to be. Yeah, and I mean, like I said. I truly would be shocked if I was anywhere close to right that October, November is the day it's going to come out. I fully expect that we're going to have an announcement of a release in the next month or so uh, for the announcement and a release probably a month or so after that at most. Um, It it could be a, a, hey, it's coming out in two weeks. Especially Um, given some of the things we're seeing Blizzard put out over the last week over the last week alone, certainly yeah. points to them getting ready to deliver that content to us. Yeah. Uh, but right now we can't know, and it's fun to go, it's, it's fun to make fun of it. So I, I, I do hope that if anybody from Blizzard actually listens to this, which I, I don't think they do anymore, I hope they understand that I'm not trying to be mean to the devs. I fully understand what they're going through and how hard it is. Um and I do support them taking as much time as they need to do this patch. Uh, mm-hmm. If they need till November, I'm fine with that. I'll be bitter about it, but I will accept it. Bitter acceptance. Uh, that's a warrior way, man. For me, on one hand, like I still have so many things in game that I want to do in this patch, in past content that I just am too busy to be able to do because <laughs> of podcasting and whatnot. On the other hand... I'm really eager to learn more about the story and where they're going with it and to have deep lore conversations with my lore friends about it. So I'm eager for more story. So I'm eager for 9.1. So I'm in this like weird state of where I'm content with a lull because I have plenty of things I want to do in game and I have other games I want to play. But on the other hand, I, I want, I want my story. <laughs> And 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 that's that, that's kind of to my previous point. Like I feel like everybody's done the content they've wanted to do. They've prioritized all the content that's was available to them at the launch of Shadowlands, and they've done the parts that are important to them. You you dove into the story and were able to experience that on your main, and that was great. And you were able to do the raids and finish that up and all the related content to that. And you know I've done the same thing. With my own with my own prioritization of content, Medros did too, and yes, there are things available to us, but it wasn't stuff that we prioritized initially. So it's I I I feel like it is not as big a deal if we if the content patch were to come now that we that we let that that we let the, those bits of content fall to the wayside in favor of the new stuff that we can see with the new stuff and then just go back to the old to to the stuff we left behind later on in the expansion or in the life of the game we do that all the time with content and wow right because at the end of the day i feel like everybody's got their content that they prioritize in their day-to-day wow playing and they have their other bits of content that they save for these content lulls like what we have now and you know what we typically have at the end of the expansion and that's kind of what they're doing now. That's what they're filling their time with because we're all eagerly awaiting the 9.1 content patch and whatever that happens to bring, whether, you know, it's rating or world content, whatever, whatever your jam is, you're, we're, we're waiting for that. So give it to us now, Blizz, or not even now, soon. Because we, we want it. But that all being said... Let's talk about our first sponsor. Our newest sponsor are the great folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz, where they have over 70 million songs and thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, The Beaches. Uh, We're continuing with our summer music kind of vibe, and this track is called Want What You Got. It's off their Future Lovers EP. If you decide to check that out or any of our any of the other fabulous artists on Amazon Music, you can go to getamazonmusic.com slash all things AZ. And until and until June 22nd, when you use that link, you can get 
a four-month free trial of Amazon Music Unlimited. So go ahead and check Amazon Music at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz. And we'd like to thank Amazon Music for their support of the show. Okay, so this week in WoW, we've got one thing. Uh, we've got Mr. Pandaria Time Walking that runs from the 15th to the 21st of June. So go ahead and, you know, level up all your alts and do all the things that you can do with time walking. And, you know, like fail to get the infinite time reaver mount. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what's coming up this week in WoW. All right. So uh, for those like me who've been playing for a few years here, um, there's been one thing that people have wanted for a very long time. And, and when, uh, when they announced... Uh, you know, regionalized servers. Because uh, when the game first launched, there was no regional servers. It was just, you had the servers that were in Irvine. Uh, actually, no, they're... Okay, there's Chicago, there's Irvine, and there was... I think somewhere in North Carolina had servers. So they, they you had three sets of... Three, three data centers, and they had different servers, and, you know... You kind of played based on the region of the server you were closest to, kind of thing. That's how a lot of people played back then. Um, then they announced, I think about three or four months later, European servers. And then eventually, the the Oceanic servers, or Oceanic players, who for the longest time had been forced to play on American servers, uh, got their servers that are located in Australia. Uh, and it made people happy. But then people wanted to talk to their friends. And, and they didn't want to have to create an account on the European side uh, to do that. Uh, and, and other regions that eventually had their own servers. Um, but they had to for a very long time. And uh, and this week Blizzard announced uh, that's, that's no longer an issue. Uh, you can now have a global Battle.net friends list. So this does not... To playing games, you cannot play uh, with with players in different regions. So uh, I can't go do a raid with my friend Razorbug over in London, or uh, with with friends in other regions. Uh, it's only in North America that I can play. But I can my friends list and the ability to chat with people is now across country across the world, excluding China, which surprises no one. Uh, so I think this is really cool. Um, I love that they have the ability for us to add friends and that you can actually, uh, talk to your friends no matter where you, they are in the world. Um, I think this is a, a great decision and it's long overdue. Now, the, the announcement came with additional information about something that people have been wanting for a while, and I vaguely recall being told when I originally asked about this uh, that functionally it was not a viable option because of the way people play on different platforms. But Overwatch cross-platform play is something that is included in this update and is being tested currently. Uh, I don't think it's actually been released yet, but it's in testing at least. Uh, so if you're on Xbox, you can play with your friends who are PC or PS2 players and so on. Um, now, I, again, I don't know the, the different uh, gameplay methods for those different platforms and what impact this could have on that. Um, but I'm, I'm, again, excited to see that they are expanding what it means to play Blizzard games uh, and, and have community in those games. Uh, what do you guys think? So just just a quick note about the Overwatch crossplay thing. Um, they basically have it so that all the game modes except quick play and competitive, I believe, will be uh, playable. Actually, you know what? It might just be competitive. Um, but uh, they'll be able to crossplay. So if you're doing Mystery Heroes or Arcade mode, you can play with your buddies on Switch, Xbox, PS5, you know, all that other stuff. And that'll be fine. They haven't mass. They haven't uh, figured out cross, um, cross play progression stuff. So unfortunately, all that, all of your levels and whatnot will still be within that 
specific ecosystem of Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, PC, that kind of thing. But you can play with your friends, which is really cool. Uh, competitive is going to be separated into different queues. There's going to be um, competitive PC and competitive console. Just because there is a marked advantage, um, depending on how you look at it for playing against PC and console. So, so am I am I wrong in remembering that you told me at one point in the past that the the way that people play on consoles, uh, where they have, I believe it's auto aiming. Yeah, it's aim was assist, an yeah. issue yeah. with PC players, right? Right. Yeah. So how is that so, resolved here? Well, they just result. Well, I mean, in terms of in, in terms of all the fun play modes like quick play, arcade mode, it's not going to really be a huge thing. Um, the, that those things don't really translate to anything. It's going to be the competitive where people were going to be the most concerned because there would be a slight advantage uh, depending on how you look at it for playing PC versus console or vice versa. So. Competitive will be separated into PCs and then consoles. Okay. So competitive, you'll only be playing with PC players, against PC players, etc., etc. Gotcha. Well, I think this is very cool updates. I think. Yeah. Expanding what it is to be community. Yeah. As for as for the rest of it, like it's cool. Like having all your friends on one list, that's neat. But at the same time, I have Discord. So that part, like, I, I can't remember the last time I've had legitimate conversations with people over Battle.net unless they were just messaging me during a raid and I couldn't look at Discord. Okay, it's it's cool functionality, don't get me wrong, but like, that's not, that, that was never something that really crossed my mind before. I'm more interested in the idea of hopefully playing with my friends from different regions, but I understand there's a bit more work that will go into that. And there's different considerations to take into account, like ping and all that other stuff in games like Overwatch and like WoW PvP and and WoW really. So it's cool, but like didn't have me going heck yeah, because Discord is a thing that exists. Yeah. A little bit too late, but I mean, if you don't want to have to use Discord, this is a good, a good thing for you. True. And and who knows? I down the road, like as of now, it, it, from my understanding, when it comes to Warcraft, WoW's infrastructure and what was built on, you know, a long time ago at this point, <laughs> uh, makes it really challenging to work in actual cross-realm play. Or cross region play, sorry, and you know maybe someday the technology will be there, but it's not there at this time. Well, I, I think the bigger issue is more uh, an issue of um, latency. Um, th- that's why they put in servers in a, in Australia because the latency of them playing on North American servers was just terrible. Uh, like you, you, you just couldn't do it. Um, I, I think that was the biggest issue. Yeah, and I would I, I would agree with that with uh, with some of the games. Yeah, like Overwatch and WoW, they'll be hard to pull it off. StarCraft as well. Um, but is Hearthstone a regional thing? Can't remember now. I'm double checking real quick. That might not be a regional thing, actually. Oh no, it is. It's a regional thing. I can switch between Asia, Europe, and Americas. Like, why is Hearthstone regionally limited? Yeah, that I wouldn't expect to be a lot of latency for Hearthstone. It's not that high of a resource demanding game to me. And it's not like um it's not like latency would be a huge factor in that. Not a, not uh, I mean it has a potential to be, but it would have to be pretty high for it to make a huge difference there yeah you yeah. can play in the other regions but I, I i don't i'm not sure if you can play with people in other regions it's not something i've explored anyway all right let's uh let's resume the conversation that we had last week about flying yeah so last week a little you know blurb came out about 
flying and wow and 9.1, but the wording of it was a little weird and it had a lot of people concerned and downright upset because it made it seem like they were changing their systems for flying and having us actually purchase flying, which we haven't done in a very long time. But they came out explaining, yeah, that was kind of worded weird. That's not the case. Flying does actually require expert writing. And that's where the purchasing came in. These days, most players have expert writing already. So that's not an issue. Most people won't have to purchase anything. You, you know, train expert writing, you complete a quest, and you get flying in Shadowlands. It's a, here, here's the new wording. We'll just, we'll just go with the new wording. It says, upon completing a quest contained within the last sigil storyline, you'll be rewarded with memories of sunless skies. This consumable item allows all characters on your account with expert writing skill to fly in Bastion, Maldraxxus, Ardenwild, and Revendreth. And that mention of the consumable item was another thing that people were upset about because they thought they had to go buy the consumable consumable item for their alt is where as well. That's not the case. You get the quest done, you get this item, and then all your characters can fly as long as you have expert writing skill and you're good to go. So basically, if you're trying to figure out if you'll be able to fly in Shadowlands, this is what you need to do. Get to evaluate, are you able to fly in the rest of Azeroth and the rest of WoW now? Yes? Okay, good. Have you done the quest yet? you have not done the quest, you will not be able to fly. If you have done the quest, you'll be able to fly. Yep. Easy peasy, which is nice. It's not, you know, I mean, yeah, it's going to be kind of based on your renown, because that's kind of how the quest lines go and whatnot, but it's not Pathfinder like we've done in the past. It's not rep, which is good because we do have, you know, new reps coming out 9.1. So I think uh, this is a pretty good system. What do you guys think? Um, now that it doesn't have to me purchasing flying, I am happy with it. It's basically what we were expecting. So yay! And un, uh, unironically—that's not the right word. As it normally happens, this news dropped shortly after our last recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank, thanks, guys. Uh, Could have used this last week. But seeing the level of news we have this week, I'm kind of a little bit happy about that now. Uh, it kind of worked out. We kind of needed that this week. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for this. I'm glad they clarified it so that people can be less uh, ranty uh, about this. And uh, I mean, if, if folks had thought it through, I'm sure this would have made sense then. Uh, but you, you don't always have that ability to be clear, and sometimes you don't really think of what your screenshots are showing. Uh, or explaining or the wording of things uh, when you're trying to do a post about one thing. Uh, but people in this community are quite observant and they will notice if one tiny little thing is not how they expect it to be. So glad that it's clearer now. It is indeed. And then coming up, we have some Ma updates as well. Yep. So once again, Blizzard put out a uh, Another post just detailing what we can expect out of the Maw in 9.1. So this is all stuff we've talked about previously over the past you know few months as the PCR has been ongoing. But now Blizzard kind of combined it all into a little post about the patch. So again, we've got the Covenant Assaults. Um, tied to the Covenant Assaults is the new faction Death's Advance, which is basically the joint forces of all the Shadowlands Covenants. So the Covenant Assaults are going to work similar to the uh, Nazoth Assaults and the Legion Assaults. They're going to have um, two two quests available to you twice a week. And for each of those assaults, uh, you'll be working with two of the different Shadowlands Covenants. And upon completing the assaults, you'll gain rep for both of those Covenants and the new faction Death's Advance. Upon completion of the assaults, you will be rewarded with a chest filled with Stygia, Soul Cinders, and any one of the following mounts, legendary crafting material, or gear. 
Uh, as mentioned, the Death's Advance is the new faction that we're going to be dealing with in 9.1, and they will be the ones that are doling out all that fancy new Covenant cosmetic gear that we saw previewed at BlizzCon line. So, real dope on that front. And also coming in in 9.1 is a new event called the Tormentors of Torghast. Now, the post does specifically name somebody here. I've left that out in interest of spoilers, but basically the Lieutenant of the Jailer will dispatch Tormentors across the Maw. Each of those Tormentors will drop something called the Tormentors Cache, which can drop Soul Splinters and something called Bahametra, uh, Bahametra Chainlink. Now, those chain links are important for those of you like me are looking forward to getting themselves a creepy little hand mount because if once you collect enough of those chain links, you'll be able to eventually summon the hand of Bametra, which is, you know, creepy crawly hand mount, which I want in my life. Please give it to me, Blizzard. <laughs> I will be killing all these tormentors every chance I get. But yeah, that's um, some of the things that we can look forward to in the Maw in 9.1. Um, what has you guys most excited with this stuff? Is it, is it the, the Covenant cosmetic stuff? The hand? Some of the new beasties we're going to come across? I'm going to clarify, the hand is not at all interesting to me. I do not want to ride a hand. I'm looking forward to riding the hand. Oh. Mm. No, don't do it, Toasty. I mean, it's a cool mount. It's, I actually, in, you know, jokes aside, actually, I'm actually, I think it's a pretty cool mount and I'm looking forward to getting that one. And it's good to see that it's, you know, it's doable. It's, it's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking that at least some of the cooler models that are coming as mounts in 9.1 are, are, we're not so dependent on them dropping or whatever, or, yeah. you know, doing mythics or raids or something like that. Some of them are just available just by doing the different quests in Corthia, which is kind of cool because there was another one that, uh, was talked about briefly. I think it was the, um, uh, what was it called? Uh, the... The Dark Maul, that kind of purple recolor thing of the uh, Shardhide mount. Nice nice to see we'll be able to at least get our hands on some of these models a little more easily. May not be the right, might not be the color we want, but at least we can get our hands on the model. That's true. And Toasty, I'm very proud of your self-control. Good job. <laughs> it was so hard, man. <laughs> That's what she said to me. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> okay, Ali, talk to us about Mythic Plus some more because we've talked. We haven't talked about it enough about Mythic Plus over the past few weeks. <laughs> right. So, as Tosi alluded to, we've already talked a bit about new Mythic, Mythic Plus rating system. And it's been a lot of you know wellhead articles, PTR, data mine, that kind of thing. But we finally have an official article from Blizzard themselves about it. Kind of going over, in actually not as much detail, <laughs> but a couple things I do want to highlight is when you use Dungeon Fighter, the leader of the groups can see your Mythic Plus rating, but you can also see the leader's Mythic Plus rating, which I think is pretty great. And when you beat the timer, you get a notification about the amount the Keystone has upgraded, like normal, as well as an increase to your Mythic Plus rating, like you see right there. And... As additional bonus to the group, if anyone in the group improves their rating as a on the run, everyone will earn bonus valor points. This is kind of a little bit of you know encouragement to get you you know helping your friends up a bit and kind of boost your own rating in the process. But yeah, everything else we we've already pretty much talked to and about a lot, so I'm not gonna really touch on it too much. You can definitely go check out the article on Warcraft website though, because we're finally getting some official stuff coming out, which is good to see. Yeah, all this, all these official posts regarding all the 9.1 content. Um, Manny mentioned it in chat earlier, but you have to think that with all these articles coming out from Blizzard directly, that we're that we might see an announcement about the release date soon. Is that something? Or, that, yeah. or they are just trying to make people a little less antsy about you know the next patch. Because they know they don't have an announcement yet, and they just don't want people to feel like there's nothing happening. Um, no. 
all, all, all these articles combined with some of the stuff we're seeing out of data mining that we're not talking about because it's spoiler-tastic. Mainly cinematics and stuff like that. Uh, just saying, you never know. You never I, f- know. I feel like it could be soon. We're going to see a release date. Yeah, November 23rd, 2021. Or sometime in August. <laughs> or December. December works too. Late July, maybe. Okay, let's talk uh, about something get that's it, actually get, get yeah. Let's talk about something that's actually getting released, and there's you know a date for it. All right, so uh, we, we mentioned at the at the early part of the show uh, that uh, we had been very excited as a community uh, for Blizzard uh, because they they well while they had canceled BlizzCon for 2021 uh, and promised us a new BlizzCon online BlizzCon line for um, uh, for 2022 and and. We'll have to find out what language Toshi will learn in BlizzCon line this time. Uh, we we did have an announcement they're going to be at this summer game fest thing that's going on, and, and this is something I I don't know if this is a new thing or I just never heard of this before, but it's pretty notable this time around. Um, and that is that uh, they kind of disappointed us because they didn't have the announcement of the expansion the patch release date. Like so many of our fellow WoW players were hoping for. Uh, but they did announce something that many people are very happy about. Uh, so Diablo 2 Resurrected now has a street date. Uh, so it will be released on September 23rd. Uh, as And the uh, pre-order and beta... Uh, or the beta will be in, in August. Uh, and the pre-order, I think... Is it, is it live now, I think? Let's see here. Yeah, you can pre-order it now. Uh, the normal version is $55 Canadian, and the Prime Evil Collection is $80. Um, and it looks like the uh, normal version gives you the game, uh, a uh, access to, early, to the open beta, and the uh, Diablo 2 themed Barbarian Transmog for Diablo 3. Uh, while the Prime Evil Collection also gives you Diablo 3, Reaver Souls expansion, Rise of the Necromancer pack, Mephisto pet for Diablo 3, and a Hatred Grasps Wings for Diablo 3. So if you already have Diablo 3, this is probably not the thing for you. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah. uh, If you are are a person who who does not have uh, Diablo 3, this is probably a really great buy for you, because you're getting basically three games for the price of one. That's pretty good. Uh, Yay. I'm, I'm excited for this insofar as uh, I really appreciate all the work they've done on uh, bringing back some of their older titles, uh, redoing them and, and freshing them up a little bit. Um, I know that there is a lot of issues, uh, we'll, we'll call, that, call it that, around the Warcraft 3 Reforged. Um, hopefully in time that will be polished up a little bit and, and made back to what people expected it to be. Uh, but from what I'm hearing from Diablo players, uh, this release looks like it's going to be much better than uh, comparatively than the Warcraft 3 one was. Um, are, are you guys either of you looking forward to getting this? Uh, depends on when 9.1 comes out. Uh, October 23rd. As a, as a, as a theory, anyways. But but would, but would seriously, it will this? it will actually depend on when nine point one comes out. <laughs> okay, but if, like say it was October, like would you play this for a month? Yeah, sure. Okay. Something to do. Allie, how about you? I might. My husband actually have. We've talked about it a bit because he loved Diablo two. I've never played it. I dabbled with Diablo three here and there, and I enjoy it when I do play it. So I might at some point. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Uh, it also uh, the game will also include the uh, the expansion for Diablo Two: Lord of Destruction as well. So, uh, so you will actually get four games for the price of one out of that primeval pack. But uh, my only issue is I don't know that I f- feel like what I've seen so far is um, AAA title price worthy. 
uh, is the best way I can put it. Like, I don't know that I'd pay what I expect to pay for a uh, full game for something that is a redo of an old game. Yeah, that price is a little high, honestly. Like, I, I'm, um, not, I'm not even sure how most AAAs, how, how most um, the, these remasters are being priced. But I have a feeling it's pretty high, just because companies I like to take advantage of our nostalgia. <laughs> yeah, like I don't feel like Warcraft 3 Reforged was this pricey. Um, maybe I'm wrong, and, and I'm actually going to try and check on that here in a second. Um, but it feels like that 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 price point is is a little high for what I for what I said. Yeah, so Warcraft 3 Reforged was only forty dollars Canadian. Uh, so this is significantly more, uh, though some would probably argue that you're actually getting a real game instead of Warcraft 3 Reforged. Uh, though, I, I feel that's a bit harsh. Um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know that, uh, I, I don't know about the value on this, for me. Um, but, it, it does look like a really cool game, uh, and I do have fond memories of playing Diablo 2. Uh, I actually still have my, my box from Diablo 2 somewhere around here. Uh, that that uh, I I enjoyed playing last time I tried, uh, even though it looked really bad on the format that I was playing it on because it's a really old game. But I'm very curious whether our, our listeners have considered playing this um, and whether what they think of the pricing on it because um, if nobody is willing to pay the price, then they've probably gone a little too high. Uh, Dazzler in our chat room says I'd sub to WoW for a year to get it, like I did when D3 came out. Are you listening, Blizz? Um, yeah, it's a good. It's a good point. It's a good point. Uh, hopefully, Blizzard will uh, will take that all that information into consideration, and uh, we'll see how this uh, does when it comes out in uh, three months, three and a half months. Yep. So, uh, and and maybe we'll get a an, an announcement of an event coming up soon for World of Warcraft fans. Hopefully, that's all we can do. Sometimes all we can do is hope. Well, we could hope, or we could listen to our next sponsor. We could. So our next sponsor is the great folks over at Audible. Uh, you get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2021. That's bit.ly slash atareads2021. Now nearly 500,000 downloads to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, we're, we're continuing on this uh, Expeditionary Force book series. Uh, the very bad of pirates are in a bit of trouble as the senior races have noticed that the wormholes aren't working quite as expected, which is, of course, because the beer can has been messing with them. <laughs> and now the senior races have sent a fleet of senior of, of uh, warships to Earth to try to figure out what's happening. And they suspect that's not going to go over very well. So let's have a little bit of a listen to the next book in the series, which is Critical Mass, a book 10 written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. And we'll listen to that and be back to you on the other side. Holding the pistol with both hands, Sims kicked the vacuum cleaner bot, pinning its skinny body against the console to her left. The thing's mechanical arms flailed at her, cutting her face. She flinched away to protect her eyes. Lurching forward, she got the muzzle of the pistol jammed against the vacuum's optical sensor, knowing the thing's computer module was behind it. Die, human! The vacuum screamed in a warbling, maniacal voice. You first. Sims wrapped two fingers around the pistol's trigger. Kill this insignificant unit if you wish. The vacuum suddenly sagged, the flexible limbs going limp. It means nothing to me. What you hear. Valkyrie's murderous AI paused, and the heavy thumping sound from outside the bridge doors grew louder. Is a heavy repair bot. It is coming to kill you. And no pistol can harm it. And that is Critical Mass. Again, Expeditionary Force, book 10, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. Uh, and th th this is just so much fun uh, of a book series. I have to say, uh, they just came up with another another uh, installment in the book series. And I, I think I, I went through it in about three days. Uh, and usually a book will last me about a week and a half to two weeks. Because uh, I don't listen to... A huge chunk at a time uh but i was really really interested to see how things were going so uh definitely very uh definitely a very fun book series i, I definitely recommend it 
uh, for anybody who's into pirates or space or you know the 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 world of of our our home planet Earth being uh, at risk on a regular basis, you know if that's it, if that's it, nothing you're into. All right, so let us uh, go on to our question of the week. Right. So our question of the week for last week was: What anima powers would you like to be available to you for the tormented Affix, and why? And as can potentially be expected, as you know, people are kind of taking a little bit from WoW and and whatnot. We got one answer. It's from Twitter. It was Storm Brewer who says, Fire Juggler would be amazing, but would be incredibly unlikely since three fire mages would decimate the trash in every dungeon. You're not wrong. Yeah. And that would the be very broken. That is. <laughs> and I was wrong. That was Discord. Sorry, not Twitter. Yeah, I really got to change that header to just answers. That'd <laughs> be a good plan. Uh, so our question week for next week is: What have you been doing to fill the time until the nine point one patch drops? Um, I already said so. I've been trying to get pet charms. Um, I'm probably gonna spend some time leveling up my arcane mage and my disc priest. Maybe, maybe put some of my guildies in through the torture of having me heal a dungeon for them. Maybe not a mythic, because I don't, I don't hate them. But something lower than that, I think I can manage right now until I get a grasp on the disc priest thing again. I do have a tank that could use some some actually like tanking in dungeon times. Oh, there we go. We'll 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 both learn together. I'm sure nobody will hate us. <laughs> I I've tank I tanked in Legion all the time, so just be more like a matter of dusting off the you know d- dust. I'm pretty yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm busy that month. No, Ali, I'm surprised we've gone through this entire almost this entire show and you haven't mentioned the one thing that I thought you might mention. Um happened last week during raid during the achievement runs. Well, I was maybe you know, I was trying to be nice, but finally since you since you brought it up, um Toasty did in fact actually tank for us for one of the pools and I have screenshots to prove it. I mean to be fair, I shared those screenshots. <laughs> Did you? Okay, well. Yeah, well, in Discord anyway. And he can't pull his whole, well, I'm just going to delete my VOD. <laughs> I have them forever. Uh, did Toasty stream this week? Because I didn't see any streams from Toasty this week. No, I was not feeling great on Wednesday. And Well, the, the only other option I have for watching on a regular basis is to catch Seraphis's, and he swears a lot. In case you didn't notice. Um, you've been to my streams, right? He was worse more than you. A lot more than you on his streams. True. But I I'm, I don't shy away from the cursing either. Just throwing that no? out there. <laughs> uh, you, you absolutely do not. Uh, he just does it more than you. So. Fair. Yeah, I, 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 I tanked, uh, what was it, Shriekwing? Oh, it was Sludge Fist. Yeah, Sludge Fist. I tanked Sludge Fist, and I, mo- I, I feel like I did mostly okay. I, I, one of the things that I was having trouble with is like some of the damage reduction depends on me having rage, and I, I found myself rage starved a lot, and I couldn't figure out why. But I think I did okay. So, so did you have to turn in that token that you got for for shield? Yeah, I turned in that token I, for the shield, and uh, one of our raid members, Rapag, uh, he offered to make me a, a weapon to tank with. Uh, so I was tanking with mostly like over 200 gear, except for my weapon, which was a level 100 green. All right. I, I actually did end up buying a BOE weapon off the auction house for like 70k. Like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. And then Rap made that weapon for me. Like, well, I got to use the weapon. He went to the trouble of making it for me. I can't insult the guy. So I tanked with a less than ideal weapon. Which, you know, may have contributed to the rage starvation. Now that I think about it. It it was funny because he was trying to make all excuses how he's not going to do it and blah, blah, blah. And has no weapon as a total excuse. And then Rap comes in and is like, hey, I can make a weapon for you. It's, It's okay. I was like, 
do it. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's when I made my peace with him. Like, well, this is gonna happen. I'm gonna do it right. So I was, I, I went. I was stone had his auction mount up. I was buying the weapon, and then like Rappy actually gave me the weapon. Like, well, I'm gonna use this one instead. It's fine. It was normal sludge fist. Like we were gonna ruffle stump it anyway. True, but still, it happened. It's a thing. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as my previous excursions on warrior tanking. That's good. I didn't instantly die. I didn't. I don't think I died until the end of that particular pull. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Well, uh, I think that's about it for our show. Uh, so let's do our shoutouts. Uh, Allie, is there any uh, in memoriam shoutouts you'd like to, to give, or any, any anything anything you'd like to say this week for a shoutout? Well, I have multiple shoutouts. Uh, I'm gonna say first off, happy. Is it? Th- Third, third, 13th. Twisted Nether Blockcast recently had an anniversary. I want to say 13. I Sounds think. right. Like they were so busy that they, they even forgot to um, until they mentioned on their show. So happy 13th anniversary. It's it's good times, good times. Um, awkward self shout out but also to you guys as well because my own show had its third anniversary uh on the ninth and that means three years of my podcasting as well you guys have been a big part of that so shout out to you too as well and all the listeners and also shout out to the abs even though they broke my heart and i I was crushed we were doing we were doing the other side on a method key and I was like in tears in the last boss because we, we lost. And it was painful and it hurt my heart. But they're still my team. I'm no bandwagon jumper. Um, I'm disappointed that we choked. It was pretty, it was pretty rough. But the knights figured out how we were playing and they shut us down. So kudos on them. Uh, GG. I hate you now. And uh, to the abs, I love you. And you know, next year. Well, if it's any consolation, uh, the Oilers feel the same about the Winnipeg Jets, and the Winnipeg Jets feel the same way about uh, the, the Montreal Canadiens. So, you know, it's just a thing. It's a hockey thing. It is indeed, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that, was a, that was an interesting take on that. Um, I, I, I'm just curious, uh, is it too late for people to uh, put in their entries to create a dungeon boss to kill me? <laughs> no, that deadline's the 17th. So, okay. you still got time. That could still happen. Don't, if don't you are listening up. to this the day it releases, get your entry in quick. Uh, I'm actually planning to create one, uh, and I have a very unique uh, twist on it that I don't think anybody's going to expect. Uh, if, if, if you're listening to this, you have no idea what he's talking about, uh, go listen to episode 133 of Dungeon Fables. I go over it, but basically, we're doing a community listener-created raid called the Siege of Stormwind. And listeners are submitting their a boss that they want to have in the raid. You know, uh, location in Stormwind, an adventure guide, uh, mechanics, if you want to put in some fun mechanics in there. And uh, they're emailing it to me at gmail. gmail.com. And one random person's going to get a mount from it. So that's kind of cool. And people are pretty creative. So it usually ends up being a pretty silly fun episode. But the deadline's the 17th, so that's the tricky part. We're running out of time. All right. Uh, I, I I did see on Twitter a response to, to me saying that uh, one person has me dying 14 times. Uh, so, uh, well, I'm not I have not seen that this. entry yet, so I don't know if that's actually a thing. I think you were trolled, my friend. That, that very well could be, but I, knowing the person who, who said that to me, I would not be surprised if it was fact. Because uh, there are two people that are in your community that I could definitely see killing me many times in their dungeon. This is true. This is true. Uh, I think I died three times last time, so it has to be more this time. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. That's all I'm going to say. I-, I am not wishing for anything. I am simply saying a fact. <laughs> uh, Toasty, how about you? Um, going to give another... It's not a serious shout-out, but it's a little more lighthearted than last week. It's Pride Month, so shout-out to all the members of our community who identify as LGBTQ+. Happy Pride. I hope... I hope this month treats you well. And of course, the rest of the year, because obviously, uh, yes. Happy pride, everybody. Yes, indeed. 
my shout out is going to be to Taryn Gregory. Uh, Taryn got a bit of an upgrade in his status at Blizzard. Uh, so he has been a cinematic director for World of Warcraft for 15 years now, I, I, I think. Um, and he recently got a bit of a promotion. Uh, he is now a officially a developer at World of, for World of Warcraft. His new title is Lead Cinematic Narrative Designer. Um, so that can only mean great things for us. Uh, he is exceptional. He is very talented, and I cannot wait to see uh, what comes from his new promotion over at Blizzard. So congratulations, Taryn. Uh, Well-deserved, and uh, I cannot wait to see what you do uh, with the story going forward. Yay. All right. Uh, and I think that's going to be about it. So let's get on out of here. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is one seven eight five ata well 5 or one seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com. And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. You can also check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and my stream over at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can also find us on Twitter. The show is at allthingsaz. For Medros, it's at Medros. Fandeth is at Fandeth. Ali is at AliAndrusK. And I'm at toastypostycan. And you can find the network over at Dawnforge. And please check out the other show on the Dawnforge network, GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of a release date? Question mark? No, no question mark. Just give me the release date, please. That that would be nice. Okay, bye. Copyright twenty twenty one Dawn Forge Productions. Head to the dawnforge.com for more information. <laughs>